0: Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, obviously, and we are getting to act like questions right now. Uh, Act like questions are questions that they get one per month, and I do a video response here on the podcast and also on YouTube so that everyone in the audience can enjoy. If you want to become an Acolyte member, go to csjoseph.life forward slash mm-hmm. members, uh, sign up for journeyman, then upgrade your account to Acolyte. Or if you already are journeyman, go to csjoseph.life forward slash portal, and then uh, click on the Acolyte section from there, and then upgrade your account. You're good to go. And uh, yeah, we have lots of questions. So, But we're gonna get through this one right now. Uh, hi Chase, uh, I'm an INFJ. And I am currently trying to figure out which relationship is best for me. I'm trying, I'm willing to try them out personally, but I want a scientific point of view as well. I'm very interested in a monogamous relationship in the future. Gotta love that masculine idealism. I am wanting to know more about the bronze pair relationship for the INFJ, which is within an ESTJ. I really want to be informative, but I'll stay on topic. Uh, just let me know if I need more clarification or details. You once said in a QA and a video that INFPs get into relationships with ESTPs because ESTPs challenge the most rules. Uh, how does the same type of principle apply to the INFJ-ESTJ relationship? Would you answer from a male infj female estj point of view how do i especially being a man keep them from seeing my se inferior as weak i've trouble talking loud sometimes especially in public places around multiple people not sure what talking loud has to do with being weak but fair enough should i just get good uh, and uh yeah so that is a large question but uh, we're going to break it down into smaller pieces here so uh the first thing I really want to address is like, how do I, especially being a man, keep them from seeing S. SE C. Inferiors Week? And by the way, guys, let's not stack so many questions for these acolyte things. Like, just keep it to one question, please. Uh, but yeah, so how do you, like, why why hide your SC Inferior as a man? SC Inferior is a real gift by the way SE inferior is extremely rare it is an amazing gift it doesn't pressure too much and it re- and like SI inferior is one of the few things that doesn't cause SI parent or SI inferior also known as SI pessimistic functions to feel overly pressured so why would you want to hide that and why do you care about babe you know looking weak i mean you have SI demon you already look weak just by default Just like I look like I'm incapable of performing, you know, because of SED or I'm I'm automatically creepy. So shouldn't you just stop making that a priority entirely? And then because here's the thing, you INFJs all have this problem where because of your ISTJ super ego, ISTJs are like super obsessed with, you know, making a good first impression. The problem is with making a good first impression is that y'all are fake. Yeah, so how about not being fake in a relationship, right? And stop trying to make a good first impression. It's something you INFJs all need to figure out. It's so ridiculous how many times, and you you really don't know just how fake you come off because you're trying to make a good first impression. At least an ISTJ can generally pull it off because it's like their jam, but you with your super ego trying to do it, it is like the worst thing in the world and mega, mega cringe. And it is mega cringe to all the SI inferiors and all the SI parent types out there. ESJs and ENPs just cannot stand this. So stop trying to make a very good first impression. I even remember telling this to an INFJ recently, an INFJ that I care about uh, very, very deeply. And I'm like, telling him I'm like, look, just don't, worry about making a good first impression like and the reason why is because like SI parents and SI inferiors don't really do rejection they really don't so if you're se inferior you already win and since this question is based on INFJ ESTJ relationships you've already won so what's the problem why does it matter it well the point is is that it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter so allow your sc inferior to appear as weak because appearances can be deceiving who cares because the reality of the situation is your sc inferior is going to turn to sc aspirational someday it may already be there who knows i don't know you that well so the reality of the situation is is that like you're already going to be outperforming everybody else anyway and what kind of strength of char- well, character is actually required to be able to outperform everybody else in that context you see what i'm saying so anyway stop trying to put like a, a very good first impression that's that's a complete waste of time and the se critic of the estj will very easily be able to see that that's what you're trying to do so instead make yourself as vulnerable as possible vulnerable being not fake vulnerable being 100 percent real and raw just like i tell infjs all the time stop trying to be perfect because a perfect diamond is fake. It's fake, it's worthless. You want to be that flawed diamond because that ESTJ woman is going to fall in love with the flaws, okay? Not with the perfections, all right? And since you're trying to be perfect and really, you know, it just exposes your insecurity and makes you unattractive. How about you just be real? And how about you accept yourself 100%? Regardless of the consequences the main lesson that's taught in W Anton's book the manual a book that most people assume is a pickup artist book when the reality situation is it's not it's actually a personal growth and development book mental personal growth and development book for Templar men it's not actually a pickup artist book whatsoever so even though the cover of it definitely makes it look like or seem like it is that's just a sales gimmick let's be honest Uh, so that that's 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 very important. Um, why do INFJs and ESTJs get into a relationship? Well, it's pretty obvious. You know, ESTJs are very systematic. They are very, um, they're very um, organized and orderly. They're very smart and the INFJ just wants to be smart just like them, etc. And the ESTJ just wants to be accurate like an INFJ is, right? The ESTJ wants to perform like the INFJ does okay like do you not understand like that's why they get into a relationship with each other they see traits that the other person has but that they want but those traits aren't so overpowering that it's like actually inhibiting them from learning from the other person it's literally a relationship based on learning but it's done in such a way where it just comes off insanely natural it is just it's just natural the problem is is that I've noticed is that INFJs in the INFJ plus ESTJ relationship, they really need to understand is that they get out of the relationship what they put into the relationship. And that can be really difficult for an FI critic to deal with because FI critic uh, is introverted feeling is the investment function in terms of like relationships and things that they invest in. And the FI critic uh, causes a lot of self-deprecation through cognitive orbit on the extroverted feeling parent uh, mentally, which can cause a lot of problems. So what you have to do is realize that like, look, if you're having a bad relationship with an ESTJ woman, you're probably not investing that much into her. You see what I'm saying? Or you're not investing enough in you and then wanting to do things or doing things that you want and then taking her along with you and promoting uh, renewed consistent shared experiences you know new shared experiences but being consistent about new shared experiences and variety from time to time that being said the estj because they have si pessimism in their introverted sensing parent the estj gets to a point where sometimes they'll want to do have some do-overs of some of the shared experiences that you've had over and over and over because you know she'll she'll feel like there's a lot of extra meaning there because it's something that uh you know you did together in the past right and that's and that's super important as well but yeah like at the end of the day it's just like you have the character temple with the mind temple right here getting together And the INFJ is trying to basically become more intelligent like they, as they see the ESTJ and the ESTJ is really working on trying to be a better person. And that's what they're getting out of the relationship. And both of these two together can absolutely achieve that uh, over time. However, there is a risk though. And the risk is, is that because it's a bronze pair also known as the natural relationship, Uh, it can lead to some serious enabling and then because of that enablement uh, well it can actually inhibit personal growth over time so make sure that you aren't living together in a bubble you actually have friends and family outside that you can interact with on a consistent basis especially since the intention here is to be in a monogamous relationship okay that's that's really really important. Now, if there if there was no intention to be in a an monogamous relationship, you having sexual relationships with other women in addition to this ESTJ woman, uh, then you wouldn't have that problem, uh, because you'll be able to learn over time, uh, you know what, what's what's necessary and what's needed, and and it even increase your own personal performance as well, uh, because then you won't your your fear of rejection will be finally burned out of your mind, and you won't even care if you get rejected anymore. But because you're focusing on getting a monogamous relationship, you know that's that's a, that's a thing. And here's here's another thing. I really have to point this out because there is one thing that did actually bother me about this question. And what's really bothering me is that like I don't understand why young people uh, think that they can just. Type somebody and think that okay yeah I'm gonna be in a relationship or or like they they arbitrarily it's kind of like INTJs especially INTJ women they just arbitrarily decide that oh I'm gonna be with my golden pair because that's the best and they're they're not gonna settle for anything less right okay well look from my perspective you can't choose who you love especially if you're like a male it just kind of just happens to you all of a sudden. I don't care if you're even a, an NI user or male because the reality of the situation is situation is that if you're a man, you still suffer from masculine idealism anyway. And ultimately, you just can't choose who you love. It just sort of happens. So based on that lack of choice in that area, I think it's completely unreasonable to imagine as a young person that you get to, you know, Customize the type of your significant other or your soulmate because it's very soulmate mythish coming off. Which I please please read the Rational Male books one volumes one through five, especially volume one, especially chapter one of volume one uh, when considering asking this question because uh, that's not how women work. And if you're going to lead with saying, "Oh, I want a monogamous relationship with you." they're typically actually going to be kind of put off by you saying that and they're probably not going to like you and your chances of rejection is going to increase not decrease so but you know a lot of men get super confused by that so yeah but anyway uh, just just stay on point with that and just realize that you shouldn't be limiting yourself to a particular type. Just let life happen. Stop trying to control it. You know what I'm saying? Just let life happen. That's really the best advice I could give. So anyway, folks, uh, hopefully this answered the question uh, appropriately and this person is satisfied. I think everyone would be satisfied as a result. So uh, thanks for watching and I'll see you guys tonight.